Good morning, Katiana. How are you today? Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're not bad. It was not actually, bad. to be honest with you, now it's a lot better now that we're speaking to you. Oh, oh. <laughs> moving swiftly on. Okay, Katjana, in an age where information is at our fingertips, should parents be stricter about the use of their child's smartphones? Absolutely. I don't think I advocate this enough. I tell this to all the parents that I work with, and a lot of them go like, "No, everything is fine. Like, you know, it's no big deal." But really, I think that it is so important um, for multiple reasons, right? I mean, we've talked previously on this show about the impact of screen time on younger children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because just having, you know, even just your smartphone um, is is a form of screen time, and exposing younger children to that or any child to that um, is actually not good in large quantities. Um, the guidelines. For for children is actually if you're under the age of two or two and below, you're not supposed to get any screen time. Um, mm. And, you know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of parents are pretty shocked by that, right? Because ex- we're exposing our kids a lot younger and younger. And between the ages of two to five, we're looking at 30 minutes. Right? And that's just, I'm just talking about screen time. You know, we're not even talking about um, what type of apps that they're using. Um mm. So definitely it's something that we need to regulate a lot more. Um, understandably, given the climate of things, kids are spending a lot of time on the screen because it's how um, they're exposed to learning and things like that, how they're connecting with people. So mm-hmm. I'm, 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 okay, I'm okay to kind of be a little bit flexible for the moment, but generally we should be regulating it. Uh, and if your child is on a form of social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, any of the sort, you really need to start paying attention to what your child is exposed to. Okay. So I suppose that leads me on to asking, how has social media affected a child's mental health? Mm. I'm yet to see sort of a positive, sadly. Um, I really? That, yeah. Me, I, I, okay. I know that it's probably going to upset a lot of people, but I think that I've yet to see like a huge positive. I mean, maybe if I had to really dig deep, um, I would say that like, mm-hmm. you know, we are seeing a generation of kids that are a lot more confident, right? Because they are wanting to put themselves on those platforms mm-hmm. and they have to portray as such. But I think that the benefit kind of stops there. Um, I'm seeing a lot more negatives in the form of um, a lot of anxiety over not being able to meet the expectations. And this is a problem that's existed from literally the day social media uh, appeared um, is the fact that there is this need to kind of portray a certain level of perfection and a certain level of a certain lifestyle um, on those platforms. Um, And when these these kids inevitably fall short because those expectations are unrealistic. Um, If we're looking at body standards, for example, there's a lot of Photoshopping going on, um, which makes, you know, which makes these people look almost, you know, like they're, they're they're too perfect for their own life. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And children not being able to kind of comprehend sort of what's going on behind the scenes Mm. will then kind of start to have a lot of comparison. And that I feel is one of the biggest contributors. And a lot of the kids I'm working with who have eating disorders actually say that social media is their biggest enemy. Um, because of that so there's sort of that element in terms of sort of body image um, but also just yeah when we look at um, just the fact that social media is where a lot of people are um, trying to showcase the best sides of themselves um, and you've got young children who are still learning and developing um, not being able to meet those standards has pretty bad consequences because they're so young Mm -hmm. you can't discern between what's real and what's not and what's right and wrong 
Mm. Precisely, right? And so yeah. even if we're not looking at the physicality of it, I mean, there's a lot of social media accounts that are dedicated to, for example, online gaming, right? And I've had some kids come in feeling devastated that they're not as good as those kids online, right? Mm. So there's a lot of comparison, a lot of competition that comes out of it. Um, and because they're young, yeah, they can't really... But isn't competition things. good to teach our kids how to be stronger, I, think, I suppose? I think competition is good if it's constructive, right? If kids are being given the opportunity and the tools on how to develop and grow their skills. But a lot of the time, social media doesn't tell them that, right? Social media right. is all about showcasing, mm. right? Very little, you know, very often kids are not being given the chance mm. to kind of figure out how to improve things in a healthy, constructive way. It's interesting because, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm lucky as a parent to know that my child, uh, the kind of people that he follows and watches are those gamers that talk about mental health issues that they're yes. having, talk about the struggles, also talk about um, all sorts of other nastiness that happens within their fan base. So, you know, I, I'm lucky in that respect, but I do know um, other kids uh you know, follow very different people and, and there are very different outcomes because of that. Yeah. So how do influences play a role in how they shape the minds of our children? Mm. Children are very impressionable, especially the younger they become. And, you know, even in their teens, they might seem like very mature <clears throat> adults at that age, but they are extremely impressionable. Um, and like you said, if you are, if they are exposing themselves to people online or to, uh, you know, influences online um, that doesn't look at making it constructive, that doesn't look about having healthy conversations, then, you know, you could potentially have children who become very severely impacted um, mm. by, by what they're seeing. You know, just, just as an example, going back to the body image thing, I have children as young as like 12 um, who are following all of these influences, these fitness influences on social media who right. very clearly Photoshop things, right? Mm. And they don't, they don't tell you that. They can't tell you that because it affects their brand. Um, and so these children are being met, made to believe that that is the gold standard. Um, right. We're not factoring in the fact that your body is still doing so much growing at 12. It is physically mm -hmm. impossible for you to emulate these 20-something, 30-something people. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, you know, it is because that is all they see. Right. And social media is something that, you know, floods you with information because you're getting all of these posts and all of these um, these things from all over the world. It also capitalizes on almost our ad the addictive part of our brain. And I think there's a lot of research and documentaries yes. now on this because of all the likes and all of the, you know, the reach that your, photo your photos get. Um, and so a child who sees this person who is getting millions and millions of followers and millions of views because of how they look and then they will start to post things about themselves and clearly not mm. getting that kind of response makes them feel like they are subpar, yeah. right? And that's usually where it begins. Um, and so, so yeah, so it does have the potential to be super damaging if we're kind of leaving our children to access it without supervision. Mm. So how important is it then for parents to sort of teach our children about the impact of social media and where do we even start? I think it's really important to be able to educate our kids on what is what social media is right and about the fact that things that are being posted need not necessarily be the truth right I had a conversation with a client of mine who has a YouTube channel um, and she was getting quite distressed because she was watching content from other people's channels right um, and then I had to sit her down and be like okay well you have a YouTube channel um, do you kind of you know all the things that you're concerned about do you do it before you put content up and then she was like, no, I don't. And I said, well, then do you, then why do you think they do? 
right? Mm-hmm. So they don't kind of put that that connection together. When right. they see something online, they think that it's a reflection of truth rather mm-hmm. than they don't think about the fact that people are maybe doing things behind the scenes that, you know, are, are constructing not, it, right? Exactly, are constructing yeah. it. So I think it's important for parents to have that conversation with kids that what you see on social media need not be and often isn't a reflection of the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, show them how things can be doctored online in terms of images, um, have conversations with them about how just because it's being shown on social media need not be that you have to emulate that or it need not be the truth. If something bothers you, you should come and talk to someone so we can help figure out whether it's real or not or whether it's true. But to be fair, Katiana, there are some influencers on YouTube and also on, social, mm. on Instagram and whatnot who mm. do show the behind the scenes stuff and of how course, to do it. yeah. Like some, I love how some fitness influencers actually show you like uh, what you actually see but what what they're actually doing there they're tucking here they're tucking there there Precisely. are some who do that right yeah so absolutely you know so I see that there is definitely a growing movement right I actually saw this one account recently where this fitness influencer showed how different angles of photos Correct. will show different you know different physiques um, so I think that it is uh, definitely a growing trend which is really really good um, but unfortunately a lot of the accounts that kids are following might not have that element, yeah they're not as right? popular because, unfortunately yeah. because also I suppose as JD and I were talking about earlier as well algorithms right they, they sort mm, of give you mm. suggestions and you're just following those as opposed to searching it yourself which is a very different thing yeah exactly um, as parents though we're, you know we're on social media as well how is our consumption or is it safer mm. compared to our children I guess if we had to argue whether it's safer, it's just more about the fact that we do have the neurological maturity, hopefully, to be able to discern whether something is, hopefully, I say hopefully, because (laughs) because I do know some adults who don't, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But technically, you know, our our brains are neurologically 100% mature by the time we're 28, 29. So by then it should be kind of fully. For some, yeah. For some, yeah. So structurally, you should be fully, fully developed by the yeah. age of 28, 29. Um, but, you know, but what you've, you know, the kind of person you become is a whole other question. But I think that <laughs> for us, it's that it is, yes, it should be a lot safer. But again, there are a lot of adults who are addicted to social media. Um, mm. I've seen a lot of, you know, I've seen a lot of interactions where parents have their phone up literally in between them and their child constantly. Mm. They're, they're always on social media. Um <clears throat> I've seen parents who are more interested in wanting to get likes than sort of whether it's healthy for their child and their families. They're constantly wanting to document things. Uh, They put their children's pictures up on social media, which is also a dangerous thing. Um, So I have seen it kind of snowball. So I guess like with anything, um, everything in moderation, like I said, Research has shown that social media and device usage activates the same part of the brain as any other type of addiction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to be very, very careful. Even even for adults. It. Like, I've noticed yeah. that sometimes I'm just mm. scrolling through TikTok yeah. or whatever. And yeah. some of these are, like, hilarious. Because there are certain things I like, and I get obsessed with it, and I just can't stop scrolling through it, and I start sharing it on our groups and whatnot. And mm. then another thing that sometimes happens is, like, something that looks seemingly very, very innocent. Like, Mm. called a boom challenge that i just recently discovered Mm. it's it's these girls who are just they they look nerdy and they're wearing glasses and everything suddenly the music changes boom and then they're they're showing off all parts of their bodies and i'm like whoa this is on tiktok that's not safe for kids i discovered it by accident you know right Yeah. yeah 
And so that's the thing. Like kids are not able to police that because yes. they're seeing other kids do it. So they think that it's acceptable. They're seeing other people do it, right? right? And they don't think about all of the impact of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think like parental involvement you know, is important, right? Because we're not aware of what our kids and are. And it's always asking. hidden behind some uh, hashtag that says body positivity. Yes, I understand that you're proud of your body and everything, but yeah, how yes. you're influencing other people is completely mm. different, right? Yeah, exactly. So th- there's there's a dark side to social media, definitely. Also interesting, going back to sort of what the parents are, are doing, uh, oftentimes devices are shared. And so what you may be following or obsessed with as an adult, um, a particular influence or uh, whether it's exercise or whatever, um, depending on how the child views it and sees what your reaction is to it or what you say about yourself after looking at it also has an impact, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Especially when it comes to things like eating, right? So I've had certain cases where parents got really engrossed with like a certain type of lifestyle due to social media. They want to follow certain ways of eating. Um, And then they're so restricted that their kids are picking up the same habits, Mm. right? Because remember, kids are very much monkey see, monkey do, sadly, right? And so when you are, you know, having reactions, it's a very simple example. I had this parent, you know, say like, oh my God, I can't have any sugar because it just, you know, makes me so fat. Something's innocent like that. And then you start to see the child now avoid sugar, mm-hmm. right? But then you're like, oh, I don't understand why my child doesn't want to, you know, consume sugar because it's fine for them. And I was like, yeah, but how do they know that? Right? Because yeah. they're looking to you as a reference. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there are certain things that parents don't realize. Like it's perfectly fine if you want to do certain things, but you need to be able to, ensure that your child doesn't develop the same aversions because their body needs very different things. Their mind needs so many different things mm. than you might. Right. So, yeah. so yeah, absolutely. Right. So like, you know, we've, I think there are some videos online of like, you know, moms and dads, like adults who are into like doing all those TikTok videos, those dance videos. And then you see the kid on the side, like doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. Right. So they will copy. And so if you are engaging in unhealthy practices with social media, your kid is going to follow. Like even mm-hmm. for me personally, like I think all, all Apple devices now have this thing where they tell you, they shame you every week and tell you how long you've been on your device. Oh, yeah, they, that must be something. Okay, they actually have like a uh, like a notification, a screen time notification that tells you how many hours you've spent in the last seven days on your device. Um, and it's made me super embarrassed when I see how much time I've spent wow. on my phone. Um, and you know, it's kind of made me kind of like, oh, I really need to to fix this, right? Because I'm spending like more hours than I should um, on my device. And so I think we don't realize it because, like Daddy was saying, you start scrolling and mm. you just lose track of how much time you're spending on those things yeah okay um I guess with children being away from their peers how do we ensure then that they socialize Mm. without getting mentally affected Mm. well you see that's the thing right when I say like about screen time earlier like we can't avoid the fact that screen time is a huge part of our lives right now right and and for the foreseeable future so Mm. I think that you know telling kids you can't go online you can't have a social media account you can't use your device is probably going to do more harm than good because that's how they're interacting with their peers so I would say you know you can have screen time and social media as a part of their lives but again make sure that you are aware of what you're what they're doing right if you want to set up a zoom call where all the kids are on the screen together and they're chatting or they're playing games online together i think that is perfectly fine so long as you're again monitoring that and moderating that Um, but you know if you're starting to notice that your child is getting um, very affected by certain things that are being said or they're not wanting to engage with certain people or they seem quite 
like sad after having certain conversations or they're doing weird things behaviorally after these conversations keep your eye out for any type of these cha- of these changes and that could be an indication right because like I've mentioned earlier, kids are very impressionable. Um, and I have seen cases where if kids are finding out that their friends are going through certain things, it will affect them, mm-hmm. right? So that's why it's important to kind of keep an eye out because you don't have this face-to-face interaction with them, but it is inevitable for the time being. 